welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we finally have episode 54 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I'm joined by my co-host of Box Office Beatdown Show. We have Larry. Larry, how are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. How about you? Larry, we are back, and I am so excited. Listen, like, it's, it's, it's still, the weekend is looking still a little slow for box office, but I am so excited to actually get into, like, real box office now with yeah. you. This is the first official weekend that movies are actually coming out. We had the New Mutants this weekend. I'm so excited that we are back. Box office is here. How you feeling? Feeling good. You're going back for the first time tomorrow. Tomorrow. I want to get your thoughts on that. What was your... Uh, what was your um like experience like going when you went to see New Mutants? Because I still have, I'm not seeing New Mutants. It's horrendous. <laughs> I ain't going. Josh, uh, Boone, Josh Boone is a walking disaster, oh so gosh, I'm not gonna go support. Yeah. New Mutants. We need to just cancel him for sure. Yeah. Um. No, mutant. I I've had positive experiences. I bring my own little wipes and wipe stuff down. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was like, listen, I don't be trusting their health measures. I'm going to wipe everything down myself. But, yeah, it's, it's been all right. It's, I, I felt all right. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about doing, actually. I was thinking about just wiping down, um, bringing, like, my own stuff and my own kind of uh, my own equipment and stuff because I don't know what they've been doing and what, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I am excited to get back into theaters. I go tomorrow officially to see Tenet. Alex and I are seeing the five o'clock, uh, five o'clock early access premiere, and I'm really pumped to do that. Uh, that's tomorrow. Um, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna go see New Mutants, then I saw all the behind the scenes, and it's just been a disaster with that movie. So I'm, I'm all set. Um, <laughs> Before we get into before we get into uh, the box office officially for this weekend, uh, I do want to say just a few things about the tragic death of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, this is our first show right after his death, so I do I, I don't want to go unnoticed. I had a really really tough Saturday and Friday night when I found out. Um, my girlfriend was asking, why is this, why are you like, cause she doesn't, she doesn't know, you know what I mean? She doesn't watch movies like that. She's not a buff. Or even if you're not, if you're not a, a movie buff, this is tough for the black community. This is tough for so many communities. I was touched by this move by uh, black Panther as a whole. This is just a really, really tough loss for us. And 2020 is just landed in like, they are, this has just been a really, really tough year. Um, you have any any quick words before uh, about Chadwick before we get onto the show? Oh God, I was I was a mess on Friday <laughs> when I yeah. I just kind of sat in shock actually for a good ten minutes and then it just kind of like hit me and uh, the the tears were flowing pretty much all Friday night. I don't know, it was just really hard. But yeah, it's so crazy. Even outside of that, uh, just so many prominent black figures were brought to screen portrayed by Chadwick Boseman. There was kind of a, I mean, as you know, I had a a little bit of a joke in one of my reviews, I think for Marshall about how he's getting to play. (laughs) They keep getting Chadwick Boseman in the roles for all of these historic black figures, but he just, he fit them all so well. And then of course, on top of Thurgood Marshall and uh, James Brown and Jackie Robinson, he then comes to screen as Black Panther and mm. T'Challa. It just, at a, all around, is such an important and 
touching figure, I think, to yeah. to everybody with a heart, at least, and obviously the black community. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, my mom was devastated. I just had some family over too. They we were all talking about it. ABC is doing a really nice special for him tonight after they after they show Black Panther, and I know a lot of people kind of is kind of harping on oh. If all you knew him was for Black Panther, listen, like, you cannot blame the casual audience for being so emotionally driven by a movie, especially kids. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so if all if 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 these people know him from that movie and this is like because that movie made like we talked about on the on our throwback box office shows over like a couple of weeks ago about that weekend itself and how prominent that weekend was you know what i mean and that movie was to this community that's something i had to explain to my girlfriend i was just telling her like to us we've had black superheroes before but it was never put on this level with a big budget behind it with the people behind the movie like you know what i mean it was never put it was just such a big deal for this community and that's why he will always be a big part of this community you know so it's just it's just it's just crazy and it's really sad so my condolences out to his family i'm sure we'll talk about this on plenty plenty shows to come in the in the, in the next couple of days um yeah so let's get into some better some better um kind of spirits and let's get into our box office once again i'm really really excited that box office is finally back and we finally have post on twitter of the weekend box office it seems crazy to me it's like a lifetime <laughs> i know um, so our usual box office format when we do these shows is usually we do like the top five and then we get into some other stories, some other kind of bombs. So there's literally on this chart on on Box Office Mojo, there is five movies. That is it. <laughs> so let's just get into the top five and then we'll get into our predictions for Tenant next week. And uh, yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, let's, let's get into a number. So everyone, if you want to follow along on the charts with us, this is the uh, weekend box office for the weekend of August 28th. And let's get right into it. Uh, Larry, what is our number one? So coming in at number one is The New Mutants, which brought in $7 million from 2,400 theaters across North America. Internationally, I believe it raked in $2.9 million. So its worldwide debut this weekend is $9.9 million. And under other circumstances, obviously that would be a little bit disappointing, but given everything um i actually think that's a pretty solid number for the new mutants yeah i would agree uh seven what was it seven million dollars um obviously if times were normal you and i would be tanking on this number and stuff but i agree uh with the times with the pandemic with pandemic era theaters this is the era that we're in right now so numbers are not going to be the same uh first thing i want to say is that i'm happy that seven million dollars came from a domestic release of a movie because that means that these theaters can start getting money back again you know like i was just really sad hearing all those stories about amc and regal and all these indie theaters i know the indie theaters are still gonna take a hard taking hits because they can't they don't have all the measures to do what amc and regal are doing as far as like keeping things safe and clean um but seven million dollars for new mutants is, is pretty good 
Um, I know they just wanted to kind of get this movie out of there and just have this movie go and do whatever, and we just move on from it. 2,400 theaters, you would only see 2,400 theaters in like week three or something for a movie like this. I mean, this is about half of, you know, almost half of what it usually would get. So I I, want to do that. Since we we don't have a full list, what do you think it would have made if it was like, you know, uh, pre-pandemic? I think that's why I'm like, this number's not that shocking or disappointing, and I actually think it's pretty good, because I think mm-hmm. New Mutants would have opened in the 20s. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think I don't think it, I think it would open less than Dark Phoenix. I yeah. think it would open at least like 21 or 22. 21, 20, that's, where, that's where I was going, yeah. too. I mean, it's a exactly, horror yeah. type of movie. They weren't mm-hmm. really putting a lot of promo on it before either i mean they were releasing the posters and of course a new trailer but i didn't really see a lot of hype for new mutants outside of people who have been waiting three years for it um and same thing with this pandemic i didn't really see they have a really good marketing team whoever's on their twitter i think it's really good Mm -hmm. but other than that i haven't seen or gotten like a bunch of ads on youtube or anything for it before videos mm. so i haven't seen it really and it's been delayed so freaking much that i don't know that general people even know that it's happening yeah agreed like it's been delayed it's been i haven't really seen any commercials for it yeah um so i would agree as far as marketing like tenant like, you know, i'm seeing everywhere like i'm getting radio ads i'm so, getting the youtube ads exactly. everywhere but new mutants nothing so i'm excited to get into tenant when we get into it after the top five because i think it's going to be do pretty good mm-hmm. um but but as far as new mutants seven million is fine but i was i pre-pandemic i think 2021 like we yeah. both said um marketing was i don't think they cared to be honest with you like why would, why would we market this movie yeah disney Just did get it's it not out really, of there, you know what i mean they're not really losing money on this at all so and and i'm sure without with the i'm sure with the contract they would have easily i know everyone was freaking yeah. out about disney plus i know they would have put it on something if we were out there, even like, Hulu, yeah. you know, you know how they had the contract with Hulu. I, I, I could have seen them doing that. Just yeah. put it on Hulu and let's just move on. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think um, that contract really screwed it. They would have they would have been done with it. Yeah. They had to. They would have. <laughs> e- yeah. Like the second weekend of uh, pandemic, they, they would have put it on. I don't think they would have put it on Disney Plus, even though X-Men movies are there. I think they would have put it on Hulu yeah. and that would be it. And then we move on. That's it. You know, um, but this is this is this is good. Tell me, you know, it's not bad. Um, director still trash though, but uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into our number two spot. What we got? So, coming in at number two is Unhinged, which brought in 2.6 million in what's being listed as its third weekend. Uh, I thought this was only its second weekend, but there you go. I guess it opened small a week beforehand, but this is a three 35 percent drop from last weekend. And Mm -hmm. there's no theater count here, which is actually quite strange. But um, total, yeah, total unhinged has brought in 8.83 million domestic and 16.83 million worldwide to date. Um, 2.6. What did it make last week? I think it made like seven, six million last week. Yeah. So let's see. Last week it made four. Yeah, so this is this is pretty good. I think uh, two point six million uh, week three in the pre in a pandem- uh, pandemic era. Yeah. Uh, I think this is not a, not bad, especially for the movie. Like I haven't seen much for the movie as far as like trailers or yeah. anything like that, or even like TV spots, ads. But 
I guess it's something that people just, hey, I want to go to a movie theaters finally, what's out, unhinged, okay, whatever. They yeah. definitely did themselves a favor by opening last week. I think that was a good movie to kind of test the waters on. <laughs> the budget was small. It's a lower movie. You don't want to go up against New Mutants, or obviously you don't want to go up against Tenet. So, you know, just kind of try to get out in front of everybody. And it, I think it's worked for them so far. $16 million worldwide on what I can only imagine is a really small budget. Uh, this is actually going to end up making a profit, I think. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I think, I think this is pretty good. Plus, um, I think, then, what would it open at? Maybe like 10, 12? Yeah, so if we go to know? pre, if this came out pre, pre-pandemic, I agree. Like, I, I think you and I are both hitting the same kind of marks. I yeah. definitely would not have seen a 27 million, no. 10, 12, 13, the highest, easy. Like, you know, right under yeah. New Mutants, if it came out under New Mutants as well, yeah, like 10 million, you know? Yeah. So this is good. I think this is pretty good. And I, and I think these studios are fine with these numbers just because, like, where, where we're at, you know? Well, what like, is this? Of Solstice course, Studios? I've never even heard of them. I've never even heard of them. Yeah. That might, this I'm might sure. be their first feature. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see what they have under their belt. Let me click on there. Um, uh, it's telling me to go to IMDb. Oh, this my is what I'm gosh, talking about. This. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This, this is the trash, man. This web. We got to find a new website. I can't do this. Um, okay, let's get into number three. So number three, I believe, is only a Canadian release so far, and that is the SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run, which made 604000 which is up 9% in only 314 theaters thus far. Today, the to date, the newest SpongeBob film has made $2.019 million, all in Canada. Yeah, this is uh, this is I guess this is the um, it's not what weekend is this three right? Yeah. Um, I didn't even realize this movie was out already. So yeah, I mean, supposed to get a a home release. Yes. So in the United States, I think it is still getting a VOD release. Um, (laughs) but in Canada, they released it, and literally, it's nowhere else in the world except for Canada right now, and that's where it's getting released on the big screen. It's right, a very right. strange. I I mean I don't know what they're doing. This is it's a very weird set of circumstances for Paramount Pictures. But I don't know. Maybe they have just figured Canada loves them some SpongeBob more than everybody else. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I um yeah I think probably that's probably what it is. Uh, Brett, Brett Murphy, did you see it more. yet? That's what we need to know. <laughs> to see if Brett see it, I'll ask him tomorrow on tomorrow's show. Yeah. Uh, see what he see what he thinks. So yeah, I um, this is uh, this yeah. is uh, it's all right. I guess two million yeah. so far. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, they're gonna have. Uh, that's why I can't see it. They have to open this in other countries in theaters. It yeah, can't just yeah. be VOD. I don't think. Right. Uh, so we'll see. But I don't. It's just a really weird. Maybe everybody is Keanu Reeves out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Speaking we'll of which, happens. Bill and Ted is not on this list, so either the I don't think. Well, I think I they had already it, set it up for it to get VOD. Yeah, well, because they did release it in some theaters, Android, right, right, but right. Uh, they're not reporting it. So 
Oh, they're I don't not. know. Yeah. I don't know if that's a yikes, but uh. yeah, might, that might be number. Remember that time when, like, it reminds me of when when Hellboy was in week two oh and it was just it was just gone from the. Remember that it, it just like disappeared. Seven percent, like it this was last almost, year, right? Yeah, this was last year, it right? It just almost ninety percent. That was it vanished, <laughs> absolutely vanished. I was like, dude, what happened here? Yeah. So. That's probably what what happened with uh, Bill and Ted, but yeah, it's not it's not here as well. Um, SpongeBob, yeah. there you go. Right, SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. And this one's so hard to guess. Like, if it had stayed in that summer release, I don't remember yeah. what the first one did. Of course, the first one did pretty good. Sponge out of water. Mm-hmm. That, or I guess this is the third one. Then, isn't it? Let me see. Uh, let I me check the title. It's like there was Sponge out of water. I think there was one before it. Wasn't it there was the Spongebob movie itself, right? right? That's what I thought. Let me, let me see. I think um, this is the third one. This is Spongebob. Uh, obviously, the last one did well, incorporating the two 3D animation and live action. Okay, so we had the Spongebob movie in 2004. Yeah. There you go. And then we have Spongebob, Sponge on the... No, that's Sponge Out of Water. Sponge Out of right? Water, yeah. Sponge Out of Water. Let's see the box office real quick. And then this- it's actually still playing at some theaters, actually. What? Uh, yeah, some theaters are showing it. How oh, maybe, they, maybe, yeah, because they're just kind of releasing random family movies too. Yeah. So, Sponge Out of Sponge Out of Water made three hundred twenty-five yeah. million, um, like total. Let's see, domestic, um, domestic weekend, February six is fifty-five million. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, if pre-pandemic against probably did it come out with New Mutants? When did it supposed to come? No, out? it was supposed to come out in like June. Uh, it was gonna so, be a summer release. I would have seen maybe like thirty. Yeah, they're around thirty, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's not bad. The, yeah. the first one did. Um but this number, this two million dollars I mean, this five hundred no, actually six hundred thousand dollars is like not great. So. It's just yeah, and it's so hard to gauge with just a Canada release. Like it says domestic, yeah. but it's not <laughs> it's not US domestic. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, which is very strange. So I mean, we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. All right, let's get to number four spot. So coming in at number four is The Personal History of David Copperfield, which opened to 520,000 in 1,300 theaters. So far to date, worldwide, that brings the latest from Dev Patel up to 10.4 million which is actually a good worldwide number. I, I didn't realize it had made so much uh, overseas. <laughs> yeah, this is, um yeah, overseas is really, really good. Well, this movie came out last year in some festivals. Yeah. And I remember um Joe from the team saw it last year and she was gushing when we did that. Uh, we, we did a BFI episode show wow. last year and it played, it premiered there and she was like gushing over it a lot. So I do want to yeah, see it. I, um, I'm like, I'm really contemplating because even though I'm willing to go back to the theaters, I don't want to be in there all the time. You know, like agreed, <laughs> I don't want to be pulling what I, you know, how I would normally do. I, I, I'm trying to be a lot more selective than usual, mm-hmm. but it's been so tempting. So I don't know. I might just have to bite the bullet one of these times because I think it does look good. I really love Dev Patel. So yeah, I knew it opened in Australia. And I, uh, it seems it's opened actually in quite a bit of places. So, 
Right, right. Yeah. So I, I just I was just hearing really, really good things about it from um people from our team who went to the BFI last year and uh I knew we were gonna get it this year. I'm actually surprised they didn't do the VOD move. Yeah. Um because they only opened up with the half a million dollars here. So yeah. um I think they should have just went for the VOD move. And that ten million um, that they made pretty much almost all overseas is a decent enough number, I think, that agreed, they, they yeah. could have put it on VOD here. Agreed. Yeah, I don't really see the reason why they decided to do decided to do the um, the, the the theatrical release. But and also too, this is not one of those movies that I feel like audiences are craving right now. Going back into the you want to go back into you want to open up with a bang. So that's why we have Tenant. That's why we have you know New Mutants coming out. And that's even what, something you know, like Unhinged, which is just a straight up action movie. You know, hmm. this is yeah. one of those. It's a Charles Dickens and. It's it's one that I would think would appeal to older audiences. So if you're going to appeal to older audiences right now, I think you should go VOD. I just, you know, that's the crowd that is going to be most hesitant to return to a movie theater and maybe shouldn't return to Agreed. a theater. Agreed. So, yeah, 100%. You yeah. know, and that's what this is, a Charles Dickens story. So I don't know. And and this movie would have been fine, I think, even the time frame. Like, this feels like such an October <laughs> soft release with some of the other little indie things that's Oof, coming out. I know that this same is completely same off topic. The next one. Are yeah. you so scared that you saw Scream move to January? Larry, can Are we You talk? just said October release, and I was like, Scream 5. <laughs> Larry, can we talk? Somebody on Twitter yesterday was trying so hard oh to be like, dude, this is not bad. Oh, if the movie's bad. good, if the movie's good, then people don't care. Dude, listen. Listen. Okay, <laughs> listen to me. When it comes to horror films, when it comes to horror films, you have to open at a spot where horrors are supposed to open. That's just you can't go against that right now. Not and January. You can argue with like us. And the Invisible Man, and he he argued split. I said, fine, you gotta have your hitters. It when you drop a movie where the last movie came out in April did not do good as far as box office. Why on earth would you want to move? to January and people are playing are, are blaming the pandemic era for this they uh, I honestly would even Mary, accept they, a month later like even February is so much better yeah, January, January for horror Mary, is the killing they, it really is they are they have casted most of the cast already they can film and it come out next year, yeah. October. I don't know this. I don't get this decision at all. It's horrible. This is a dead spot. Think about this year in horror movie: The Turning, Fantasy Island, like grudge. this movie. All the, the Grudge coming out in January. This is a dead spot. Audiences know that horror movies in January is a dead spot. Unless you're like a unless you're like a sleeper like Glass or like or like Split or whatever. But even but those like Glass like, particularly it has the franchise, it has like a superhero right. spin on it. Split Split was totally word of mouth yeah. because of every and the and the trailers were great. Dude, you have to and I even what the who was I with? I oh yeah, I was talking to Chris Parker, 3C Films on the Nightmare show and he asked me what do you think about the box office for this movie? And I said, the movie either needs to come out in summer or it needs to come out in October. 
don't come out in like February, January, April again. Could you imagine? Oh I told gosh. him, and then he said, well, October is crowded next year with Halloween and the Batman. And I said, fine. I went to the weekend, right? And I saw this nice little weekend in the middle of that October that they could have easily went to for Scream. Fine. You don't want to do Scream in October? You come out the weekend before October, which is in September. Or you come out, I'm talking like July. You want to be like a nice little dark uh, nighttime summer slasher movie. Fine. Because what happened to movies like You're Next, Happy Death Day to You, did the February thing and got demolished. Remember that movie? Um, Doctor Sleep last year got demolished in a a November spot. It's just, you gotta pick better times. As a horror film, the horror like idea now is to dump your horror, like just terrible horror movies and the first week of December, but and then in the, in January, I mean, those are the dumping grounds for bad horror movies right now. So, uh, and even February, to be honest, most of those February ones aren't very good either, but every, at least there's are some good ones. They just don't perform well. Nobody goes and watches horror. Right. Exactly. Except for the so... invisible man, which had like no, uh, I don't know. You know, some of them you can. I just, uh, especially coming off such a weak performance all those years ago for Scream 4. Mm. You know, this is not, I mean, it could get a Halloween style resurgence, but you're not doing like a reboot or, you know, you don't have a Jamie Lee Curtis. We all love Nev Campbell, but she's not Jamie Lee to return to the series. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't, um, I yeah I just don't see I don't I just don't think it's a good spot and I'm very very nervous because I love this franchise and I wanted to see it bring new life a new trilogy to the franchise like I I'm just so bummed that they Jen they I just don't know how you go through so many people and and like you this somebody's like oh yeah January is a good spot as a director as a writer I just it just does not seem very very smart yeah. like. Uh, we'll see like we'll see so um yeah let's get into that number the last number five spot so coming in at number five is words on bathroom walls which made a 453,000 which was actually an increase of 4.7 thousand playing in 1300 theaters that brings the teen romantic mental illness drama up to 1.08 million thus far uh this is not bad this is not bad um because this is not bad because uh this movie i mean i I don't know it just this i saw the trailer for this movie i actually did see the trailer for it and i was like woof but um i i didn't watch it yet i did have screeners for it the other day but i didn't watch it yet i know it's on amazon now too right oh is it i believe it's on something right now i know the Um, other because last weekend two dramatic teenage romances came out and i know the other one is on amazon yeah Yeah, i don't think this this one is i think it's just on it was like available but uh yeah this is um i just i don't know i will say i thought this was the better one i thought this was better than kim agree i haven't seen it yet actually so but um but this title is too much words on bathroom walls i don't know that's kind of a a weird title to me even when i got the screener i was like what is this when you look at this movie and the title, you think that it's like a bully movie or something, yeah. you know? But like then you words get that, on bathroom walls, you then know? you get that picture, and it's like, oh, so it's a teen romance. 
But then you're like, oh, it's actually mostly about mental illness. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the marketing is kind of crazy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, but I mean, I mean, it, it just came out pre-pandemic. Um, I see like four million. Yeah, that's a good. You know, I, I, I think with Copperfield, maybe even three or two. But yeah, yeah, same thing with that movie as well. But so this is all right, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's one of those movies again. Like, it's this is not what audiences are looking for right now. This no. they want the they either want the classics out, dude. I think they should re-release Black Panther next week. Yeah. I can easily see like a two million dollar kind of thing I'm for Black Panther next week. They're not reporting the grosses for these older movies because uh, I, th- I thought they did. did. Okay, give me a second. Maybe last I had thought... ours has been sold out a lot at my mm. AMC. Like when I'm just scrolling through the app to look, I'm like, wow, a lot of these older movies are just sold out quite often. I could have sworn that I saw that they were releasing the numbers for the classic movies. Like, I must have been. They would at least, you know, release that because it's been doing really well, I think. Yeah, I must have been mistaking and stuff, but I could have sworn that's do, what they like, were Even doing. when Disney re-releases like The Lion King or whatever into theaters, mm-hmm. they report the numbers in normal circumstances. So I do know AMC is doing like a $5 ticket for the old movies. Maybe that's why. So even if they are selling out, they're not making as much. I don't know. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure why um, this is one of those movies as well, too. Um, Okay, so you wanted to discuss Tenet. Yes. And it's uh, international uh, banking. What did it get? Yeah, so this past weekend, Christopher Nolan's Tenet went international, and it made a really strong, actually, $53 worldwide so far. Um, and it's United Kingdom was its strongest, one of its strongest areas at 7.1 million, with France coming in second at 6.7, Korea at 5.1, and Germany at 4.3. And then next weekend, obviously, we know it launches in the United States, but it also goes to Russia and China next weekend. Uh, yeah, so I think this, I think that's really good. Yeah. Um, 58 million so far internationally. Is, I, I, I'm really, really happy with that because I thought it was going to be much less. Yeah, uh, sure. So I was kind of scared for me, that international tenant number, but. Right. So it makes me kind of, uh, kind of hopeful mm-hmm. for this weekend when it comes out. I know tomorrow they're doing a lot of the uh, um, the access, you know, early access and kind of um, the releases. The way they're doing this is so weird. Agreed. We agreed. have like I mean, several usually... showings in several different theater types. Like oh, it's in IMAX, showing, yeah. it's in Dolby, it's in uh, AMC Prime, and it's in a regular theater like three yeah. times a night in each of those. Tomorrow I'm seeing it in IMAX. Yeah, me so too. yeah, it's uh it's one of those it's one of those things where it, I, I kind of wish they weren't doing the early thing, but I am because I, I, I get to see it early. It's just as, but, I call it early access. Why not just say it's being released on the 31st? Agreed, agreed. Yeah, so, but it's being released on uh, officially this next weekend. Yes. Um, I, if I had to predict for... Well, I, ha- I mean, obviously, they're going to lump the week numbers, right, into its opening um, I, I think so. Or are they going to report those separately? That's See, that's what makes it so weird that they're doing mm. so many early access stuff that it's like, how are they going to count those? Are they counting it as part of Agreed. opening night? Are they counting it as part of the week? I don't know. 
Agreed. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so if, if I had to guess uh, a number for next week, um, I would. T- I I could see American. I'm gonna go twenty five. Okay, I was gonna go thirty. So okay, you're gonna go thirty. Yeah. Pre pandemic, I would go. I I honestly still don't think this movie would have been crazy numbers. So I think I'm gonna go. Yeah, I think it would have been good. I, I would go 55. That's what I was going to go. I was going to say around 50, oh. 55 pre-pandemic. Yeah. I mean, pre-pandemic, because of these twist turns, other than Inception, these twisty, turny Nolan movies, they do right around 40, 50 million on opening mm. weekend. And they yeah, just yeah. They stick around a long time, usually, and they keep and making they have money. good legs. But I they don't this is a movie that's going to have great legs, too. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm really interested to see what it does next week. As uh, my a lot of my showings are sold out. Like Monday is nuts at my theater. Um, <laughs> so, like I was telling people, this Colorado, they don't. I guess they don't care. They're running back to the theater fast. Um, I know Arizona is opening back up this week, but I don't think like California or New York are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's also going to be a big blow. Like, it's not going to be opening in those markets, which I know they wanted Hollywood open for this movie's release. Same thing with New Mutants as well. Uh, But yeah, so I, uh, yeah, I have to go 20, 2025. Yeah, I think I might downgrade. Thinking of California and New York, I might go 25. Yeah, because those are big markets, like big markets, especially for movies. So uh, think about all the AMCs and stuff in those. I know like people in LA are traveling. To see movies, oh my gosh, so, yeah, well, it's crazy. Somebody that's in our film community flying out to Texas. Exactly, yeah. So it's been crazy. This guy, um, oh my gosh, I replied to his tweet. He's talking about he's going twice a day here in Colorado, all week. He's seeing it two times, so he's going eight times to see it by the time Thursday hits, and yeah. he's flying from California to here. So <laughs> I'm like, oh my lord. The, and I've heard at least one other. I think it was John Campia. Also, they're driving to Vegas, so I know mm-hmm. a lot of those California people driving on over to Vegas. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Our yeah, own so, Tyler, his theaters aren't open yet. Over in Maryland, they're still closed down. So is DC. Right. So yeah, that's true. Because Tyler had to travel for New Mutants. He's no, traveling no, again. No idea, no idea why you would travel to New Mutants. Ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, listen, I, I I'm excited for box office. I know it's not what we want it to be, but uh, Do you think these are not like the Mulan numbers or no. I don't. Is that still getting released? Uh, well, no, like for VOD, whatever premium access they're doing. I don't know. I, Disney gonna... seems they see if it does a great number, they probably will. As if it say, does like I don't... par, <laughs> then they'll be like, they'll be like, no, 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 no we ain't doing that. Because I, I don't think Disney has reported much of anything. Like they don't report. That's what I'm saying. They feel like Netflix. Right? I, yeah, I don't even think they report viewership. I I don't remember yeah. hearing anything about like Mandalorian numbers. Obviously, mm. they probably ran when they saw the Artemis Fowl numbers. But uh, <laughs> oh my god, right? I mean, uh, what do you think about Disney coming out this week and saying that Mulan will be available for free in December? Okay, so I think it makes sense just because. Think about it, okay? If you, it makes sense if you do like a natural release. When does the movie come out on, on Blu-ray and DVD? 
Yeah. Like three months after, right? It just so I think it makes some sense. It listen, it's weird and it's very strange Why and it seems ridiculous. It right before the I I don't I think they should have held off until like maybe week <laughs> or like week two. Yeah. Say like, hell, guess what? In December you'll be able I mean, to they watch might it have for pissed free. people off. That might have made people mad. But. I think they, yeah, I I think they want it to be that this December Christmas big release for free. Here's New Mulan, you know? So, um, I mean, I don't know. This is the second time they've done that this year, though, because they were like, oh, Onward will be available to rent at the end of March, and then the very next yeah. week, it'll be on Disney+. Plus. And I'm like, right, what? Right. why would you say that? <laughs> I don't understand right. why Disney is kind of shooting themselves in their foot every time they release a movie. They're like, oh, it'll be free. Just wait a couple weeks. Right, exactly. Like you didn't so, hear WB when Scoob was released. They weren't like, hey, it's going to be coming on HBO Max in just a couple weeks, y'all. No, they kept that quiet and just like snuck it on there. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I think it's going to be happening. That's why I think it's going to be happening with this. I, I think that that's what it should ha- that that's that's what should have happened uh, with this movie. You know, when it uh, when it came out, I was like, just dude, what's going on here? <laughs> just, like they they just fumble a lot with their stuff. So I even right. think they should have waited till January to get at least a little bit more of a grace period with that premiere access thing. Uh, um, I'm but, wondering. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I guess they're not going to want to show their hand either because if that premiere yeah. access, it'll give a hint on were people willing to do it and are they thinking about it for Soul and Black Widow? Because that's what I'm saying. Yeah, can say what they want. This is not a one-off. Like everyone's like, oh, see, it's not going to no, kill the no, theater. No, it's a no. one-off. I was like, no, why would they? That makes literally zero sense for them to develop this entire platform a premium access platform for one movie and then never do it again. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, I know Disney wants those big numbers and they're going to get it. They're going to get it anyway, whether it's on streaming or whether it's in theaters. Because uh, I, I think I think the one on the Ivan probably did pretty good for them. Like, you know, not, not great as yeah. like Onward and the other ones that went straight to Disney Plus. But I think because I, I really like that yeah, movie. It's one of my too. favorites of the year. <laughs> Um, Somebody yeah, I out. They just asking me if I was being sarcastic when I said, "Look, I haven't seen Tenet yet, obviously." But if you would ask me right now, I would give the Oscar for visual effects to the one and only Ivan. I, I, thought I was being sarcastic. Good. I was like, "What? No, the effects were really good." Yeah, I agree. I thought the effects were pretty good. Little wishes, do little wishes. Right. It looked as good as the one and only Ivan, and it had a much smaller budget than Doolittle. <laughs> Right, so I I liked I liked the um I I liked that movie so a lot. And it's like so. a perfect Disney Plus release too. So that's the mm-hmm. kind of movie I like to see go there. Uh, I, I'm such a I'm so split on how I feel with Mulan still, in the fact that uh, I almost feel like they're sabotaging one of their diversity projects, which makes me sad because yeah, you know, it's their first agreed. female director. We have a full Asian cast. We're being more respectful to the Asian and Chinese folklore that Mulan is based off of. And I'm like, ugh, like, so <laughs> let it make money if you're going to charge $30. I don't know. Everything feels like a weird sabotage to me with how Disney's working Mulan. <laughs> No, I agree. I think that that's one of the things that I was worried about too. Um, it's just like being in the, but like, because if it was like, because look, I, I, I'm gonna hate to see if this happens to Soul. Ugh, like, I get yes. if it happens to Soul, I get, I get it. You know I'm what so I mean? Upset. 
So yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just we'll see what happens with the movie and whatnot. It comes out next week, and I'm excited. Um, with that being They're said, still playing those Black Widow trailers in the theater though. And they are. And they'll I, have I, it in I, November. I, I think they're pushing. Yeah, like I'm still really iffy on going to the theaters or going anywhere in that point. So I do hope that they do the premiere access with Black Widow. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'll take the day. I'll I'll take the day off again and just like sit and watch Black. I would love to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Because I am. Um, I'm. I'm working on. Um, I'm working on getting getting like I've been sending emails all weekend, but this is it's been such a tough thing to try to get because I'm sure everybody and their mom is asking for screeners for Mulan. Yeah. But if we don't get them, uh, then I am gonna do the thirty dollar premiere thing and stuff like that because I do want to watch it. I want to watch it Friday when I wake up in the morning and I want to see what it's all about because I'm hearing good things, pretty good things for it too. Uh, I got a 4K TV. I'm pumped. So <laughs> like, like I'm excited. And Disney does render all their movies in 4K. I've been watching Disney Disney Plus all weekend, watching hey. all damn animated movies. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, with that being said, everyone, that is today's show. Very excited to have the show back. You don't understand. Uh, next weekend we will be back. Hopefully, talk about some more Tenant and whatnot talk about its its international numbers again and the domestic numbers see where we see where we're at and that is it everyone uh thank you guys for joining us larry once you let everyone know they can follow you you can find me on youtube as well as instagram and twitter all at lc screen talk all right and you can follow me on twitter at cinemaniac94 and on instagram at cinemaniac1994 you can follow the, the uh, cinemania world podcast page on facebook twitter and instagram at cinemania world uh scheduling i think we're gonna have our review for tenant if it's if not tomorrow because i do want to have some of the uk folks on it uh so if not tomorrow then definitely tuesday will be our tenant review um and uh i think uh, we'll see how the news are for like cinemania live this week as well we'll see how the what the news is like for um for the world show uh next weekend we'll see what happens oh we're definitely gonna have a mulan review up next weekend probably that friday this friday so i'm excited probably have larry up on that bad boy we'll see what he thinks about mulan hope hoping i can get kayla to see because i know kayla's of asian descent so yeah. i want to have her on to talk about the movie's representation and stuff like that so that's exciting so very excited for all that's coming up on the podcast everyone thank you guys for joining us once again my name is Dwayne. that was larry we'll talk to you guys soon Bye bye <laughs>